If you're on a stage as an actor or a singer, you may call it stage fright. That's not usually the case when we're a broadcaster, a podcaster or do voiceovers. We're usually in a studio, often by ourselves, and that's why we're calling it mic fright. But some of the symptoms, some of the reasons are pretty much the same. We've been explaining what those symptoms are, and I've been showing you over the last couple of weeks some of the psychological ways to train your brain to overcome some of those nerves, some of those worries, some of the stress, some of the anxiety that may be linking in with you and how you feel, how you react when that red light goes live. We've spoken about what to do leading up to a studio session, what to do in a studio session and now what to do after a studio session don't forget those warm down exercises listen back to episodes from 804 for specific ones but doing these are part of the process to build confidence for next time as well because after all if you don't warm down and then end up hurt it won't inspire you to speak on mic at the next opportunity They're really easy to do surreptitiously in the studio as well when the mic's gone down. Maybe you've nipped to the toilet in a break. You've left the building after a studio session. You're in the car. Deep breathing. Skeletal relaxation. Positive affirmations. Doing these will also help you bring the show or session to a close to mark what was on mic and what's real life and help you transition from an adrenaline-powered performance mode to normal mode and help you prepare for next time and reduce the possibility of mic fright then. Tomorrow, gobble up the feedback as Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. (laughs) 